What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode five of the Quality Podcast. Welcome back to episode five. Welcome back to the Quality Podcast. We are now on episode mother sucking five. Welcome back, guys. Holy crap. It's been a wild week. Hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. It is Sunday. Holy crap. Hashtag Sunday fun day. Does anyone even use that anymore? Screw that. Let's not use hashtags anymore. If I see one more hashtag on Instagram, like hashtags don't do anything. It's taken me so long to realize this. Hashtags literally don't do anything at all, ever. People think that if you use like hashtag cute, hashtag adorable, it does does absolutely nothing. Because you have to imagine The entire world's on Instagram using hashtag cute every single day. There's 450 million posts in hashtag cute. And you think that yours is going to (laughs) surface? The hashtags don't do anything. I stopped using hashtags a long time ago because I was like an early, uh, an early, an early onboarder to the fact that hashtags don't do anything. But, uh, but for today, we'll use hashtag Sunday fun day. Okay? Just for today. Holy crap, guys. I am back in uh, Los Angeles. For those of you that have been tuning into the podcast, episode three, episode four, actually episode one, two, three, four. Um, you know that I traveled back to Toronto. I went back to Toronto for uh, a cottage week with my with Kristen and her family. And then I also stayed an extra few days to hang out with my family. And then I flew back. Now, the traveling, atrocious as truck. I uh, I talked about this in in episode four, on the way back or on the way back to Toronto. Everything went well. Um, I know I was complaining about traveling earlier on. A guy just literally farted in my face, but that was it. And I made it back to Toronto. Um, coming back to LA. Now that was an event, and I could not make this up, even if I was the greatest storyteller on planet Earth. I am I'm the most eager to get back to LA because obviously I need to be here because I love it and I work harder when I'm here and I'm just, yeah, that's my life. First of all, I thought my flight was at 8 a.m. It wasn't. It was at 10.30 a.m. So I woke up extra early. We're talking 4 or 5 a.m. here, people. I could have slept for an extra few hours. Nope. I was up at like 5 or 6 a.m. Getting ready for this flight. And uh, then I realized when I was um, going to check in, I was like, oh, this flight's at 10.30 a.m. Sick. Sick. Which means I'm, I'm going to get L- back to L.A. a few hours later than I was already expecting to get back to L.A. Okay? Um, so I get to the airport. I finally check in. I do my thing. I sit down. I get myself something to eat. I had scrambled eggies, some bacon, some toasty, and some orange juicy. I'm just going to start adding Y to the end of everything from now on. <laughs> some bacony, some orangey juicy. And I was relaxy. Um, I ate something. I went to go board. Um, they call it boarding group one. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I hate my life. Um, uh, they, they called the boarding group. I get on there. 
And I told you guys before, I literally will never fly economy ever again because it is the biggest disaster. I will save up money in order to fly first class. So I board, I get on the plane and I pass out. I literally sat down. I put my neck pillow on, which is dangerous. Don't ever put those on me anywhere. That's not a plane because I will pass out. I board the plane. I pass out. Um, and I literally remember the feeling of the plane pulling back out of the terminal and starting to, to move towards the, um, the, the takeoff lane. What do they even call that thing? The takeoff lane. <laughs> so we pull back. We're on that thing. And then that's when I woke up. So literally like I, I felt it while I was sleeping and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. We're, we're about to, we're about to get ready to take off. So I wake up, you know, I get ready. I, I put my seatbelt on. I, I strap that thing up. And then literally, um, I guys, I can't make this up. We're on, we're on the, the, the takeoff lane. And all of a sudden, the uh, the pilot comes on the intercom and goes like this. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we are having some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, we're not able to reach the radio tower. We're going to have to go back and uh, get this under, uh, get this fixed. So we'll be back, with, uh, back in a few minutes with some extra information on what is happening. I'm like... I knew we, from that moment, I knew we're not taking off, right? Like they, they pulled us back into the terminal. A bunch of guys get on the plane with their orange jumpsuit vests and they're just talking to each other. Yeah, we should probably go back there and see if it's an issue with the, with the, you know, the intercom in the back. Cause that's where the, and I'm thinking, gee, these guys don't even know what they're doing. We're in trouble. Four guys on the plane. We couldn't figure this out. Four guys on the fucking plane. And we couldn't figure out how to just get the radio working. Like, it wasn't like the plane needed gas. It didn't need maintenance. There wasn't a flat tire, you know, where they're like, we got to, we got to, you know. It was the radio. The radio. So we're sitting there for an extra. And I'm, I cannot make this up. Even if I was the great. We were on the plane for an extra two hours sitting there, Right. And people start getting antsy, right? The, the line up to the bathroom gets super long. Everyone's got to take dumps all of a sudden. I had to go to the bathroom. I couldn't go. The lineup was literally 15 people lined to go to the bathroom. Why all of a sudden does everyone have to take a shit? Why now? The entire plane has to take a shit because we're having technical difficulties? Hello? So we had to, we had to wait. The guy beside me immediately was getting, he was getting really stressed out, right? Like he had a connecting flight. I felt for him. Cause like, I just got to go one, I got to go one place, right? <laughs> LA, that's it. He had a connect, he had two connecting flights. So he's talking to the stewardess, right? And this is the only time that you get to speak to a stewardess and or a steward in somewhat of a, in somewhat of a, not an aggressive manner, but like, you know, in a, in a stressful manner, right? Cause people will be Excuse me, uh, I, yeah, I just bought this bag of chips off you guys for $6, and there's literally three chips in there. There's three chips in that bag. I just paid $6 for that shit. You're buying airplane food. Do you think it's like going to a 7-Eleven and buying a, a double XL bag of Lay's chips? You're buying airplane food. 
If I buy airplane food, I know I'm getting two things. If it's a bag of, if it's just like, oh, bag of cookies, I'm getting one cookie in there. You got to know that before you buy it. Like, also, before you board the flight, you have the ability to go and buy things. You can go and buy snacks from all of the vendors in the airport. You can buy chips, cookies, you know, bags of them, bags of them. Why would you wait till you get on the flight? Like, here's the thing. Even if I'm not hungry before I get on the flight, I buy a couple granola bars, you know, maybe a bottle of water just so that I don't have to like ever spend more money while I'm on the plane, you know, to, to, to get more for the price that I would get at the vendor. Just, just as an insurance plan, I buy that stuff so that I have it when I'm on the plane, right? Excuse me, there's three chips in here. There's three chips in here and I'm supposed, and I spent $4 on this. The bag is literally like, it's, the bag is three, three inches tall. <laughs> you think you're going to get a six course meal? Anyway, so the guy beside me, this is the only time that you get to speak to Steward in this manner. He said, listen, I have two connecting flights. Okay, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half. Could I get off the plane? Like, I need to find another flight. I need to find a flight that's going to leave sooner. I felt for him, right? Like, for me, yep, I'm stressed out, but I was like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to get back to L.A. I wish it would have been earlier, but better safe than sorry. Am I right or am I right? So, yeah, the plane docks. Two hours in, I'm just sitting there. I'm getting stressed out a little bit, too, because I'm like, I just want to go back to L.A. My, my cats are here. I want to see my cats. And uh, they end up deplaning us. I didn't even know that, that was a thing. I didn't even know that was a word. Deplane? They ended up deplaning us. The guy comes back on the intercom. Guys, unfortunately, we're having these technical difficulties aren't uh, aren't getting fixed anytime soon. We're gonna have to do further maintenance. Uh, we're gonna have to ask all of you guys to uh, deplane the ship, and. Uh, There'll be uh, people at the front desk outside that'll let you know what you should do next or if you get a voucher, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, am I not going to get back to L.A.? Is that just what's not – am I just not going to get back to L.A.? Am I going to have to wait another 24 hours? I was pissed. Pissed out. I get out there. The lady at the front desk literally had no idea what was going on because we ended up uh, having to go to a different gate, right? Because the gate that we had pulled out from another plane had pulled in. We had to go to a different gate. So we came out of there. The lady at the front desk, this has got to be the most stressful thing for them. She looked like she was in complete shock. She saw all these people come out immediately at the desk. Like I was one of the first people off the plane because I was zone one. I was zone freaking one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hate my life. Uh, and I came off and I, and I just said to her, you know, I was like, hey, um, should, should, we, should, I, should I wait here? Like do they typically you know, resolve this by getting another plane. Like what's, what's the situation look like, you know? And, uh, she says to me, uh, I, I, uh, yeah, just, hold, you got give me a second. Okay. You got to give me a second. I'll be, I'll let, I'll just hold on a second. She answered me like I was the, I was the thousandth person that had asked her this question. I was the third person off the plane. And I'm pretty sure the two people in front of me just sat down at the terminal. I hate that so much when people like don't see how innocent you're being, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm coming up there like, Hey, look, I, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? I'm here for you lady. And she starts attacking me. I'm like, did you even hear what I said to you? 
It's almost like there was so much going on up here that she was looking at me, not even paying attention to what I was saying. And just, yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold on, mister. Hello? Because I literally, I'm just like, what, what typically happens in this situation? Like, do I have to rebook or, or like, do they, t or will they try to get another plane? She could have just said, no tip, you know, they usually will try to get another plane as soon as possible. You know, obviously, cause this is our fault and not yours. No, she attacked me. She almost ripped my balls off. She almost took my balls and ripped them off. And then I felt bad. You know what I mean? She ended up answering me. She ended up saying later on because she's like, you know, like literally put her hand in my face and told me to hold on. Uh, she ended up speaking with someone and then she knew that I had asked her, you know, a really nice, valid question. So she pulled me back aside and said, you know, just hang tight. We're going to try to get you another plane. And I was like, okay, perfect. Um, what, what do you think the, I was like, what do you think the turnaround time is going to be on getting another plane? She said, hold on a second. Hold on. It shut me down again. Um, but I was literally just asking. So the turnaround time to get another plane was like another three hours. So I was at the airport from 10 a.m. Or no, not even from 10 a.m. I boarded at 10. Uh, my flight was at 1030. I boarded at 955, whatever it was. I was at the airport from 730. And I ended up taking off back to L.A. at 5 p.m. I spent the whole day at the airport. <laughs> Yeah. How much fun is that? I ate at the same restaurant. The restaurant that I ate breakfast at, I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I gave them all their business for the day. I ate there three times. The guy the guy was looking at me like, you know, what the fuck? Are you getting on a flight? What the fuck are you doing here? You know, I ate there three times. I spent six hours there. The guy's looking at me like, uh, yeah, could, uh, can I get you something? Can I get you something else? You you you, know, you want dinner? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll have some dinner. He's like, all right, all right. Uh, you could see it in his face that he wanted to ask me so bad too. Like, what's going on with you, dude? You've been here for seven hours. You've you've been the only one eating at this restaurant for seven hours straight. And I felt bad. Hmm. Sorry, just took a sip of my water. Ah. I feel bad for him because he was just like looked super confused. And like I also didn't want to start the conversation because that's a never ending conversation. Because then you can ask me, oh, what time were you supposed to fly out? Where are you heading? Oh, what do you do in LA? Blah, blah, blah. That conversation is a another seven hour conversation. I can't afford to miss my flight again. So traveling back to LA was freaking awesome. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I just remembered too. Literally the second that this started happening, I'm like, yep, going in the podcast, immediately going in the podcast. So I get on the flight, right? I'm seat 2A. So I'm the second row from the front and I had the window seat. And then there's a row in front of me, two seats. Um, here's what I hate, dude. Like, you're getting on a flight, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna get on a flight with a friend, spend extra time, book the flight properly, and book the seats beside each other, right? Don't book two days before, book a seat opposite end of the plane, and then ask people to change seats. No one wants to change seats. 
because they're emotionally attached to those seats. I know when I book a seat, I'm like, if I'm booking 2A, 2A is fucking mine. That is my seat. You're going to have to kill me for this seat, lady. So the second I get on the plane, I'm already annoyed. The girl and the guy are literally sitting. Can I tell you where they're sitting first before you guys roast? They're sitting. So here's the two seats, right? Two seats in front of me. So imagine I'm on the left side of the plane. Two seats in front of me, two seats to the right, to the exact parallel of them, two other seats. They're both sitting aisle. They're both sitting the aisle seats. So they're sitting beside each other. There's just an aisle in the middle. The girl goes, you think we should just, hey, let's just wait. Like, let's sit down. Let's put our carry-ons up and let's just wait. And when the other person comes on the plane, the one that's sitting next to you, we'll just ask and see if we can switch. And I'm like, this guy gets on the plane. I felt so bad for him. This girl didn't even put her carry-ons up above her in her bin because she was literally betting that this person, whoever it was, would switch seats with her. She was just holding everything until this person got on the flight. This guy gets on. I felt so bad for him. Some old guy, dude. Like some old guy. He was like in his late 70s, like mid-late 70s. Gets on the plane. He's like, how are y'all kids doing today? You guys excited for the flight? I'm headed to Los Angeles. I've never been before. This poor guy, they had to help him get on the plane. Someone had to put his carry-on stuff up in the bin. And this girl, because she wanted to sit beside her best friend. (laughs) She goes to the old guy and says, Excuse me, sir. Do you mind sitting here? Because this is like my friend and we're supposed to fly together and... And we're just not sitting beside each other. Do you mind if you sit here and I sit there and then we can swap seats and then it'll be all fine and then we can do that? It's cool. It's an aisle seat. Are you cool with the aisle seat? The 75-year-old guy's trying to process all this information. Like, uh, you want me to change seats? But why? She's like, no, no. I just So I can sit beside my friend and then you can sit here and you're still in first class. It's just you're sitting here and I'm sitting there. Wait, so you're kicking me off the flight? No, sir, no, I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm saying, I'm saying if you sit here and I sit there, like we swap, you know, like musical chairs, like you, da, 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 you sit there, I sit here. Wait, so I have to get up? Yeah, yeah, t- yes, technically you would have to get up and, and switch with me so that I could sit there and, and you would just sit here. But I don't want to switch seats. Oh, I mean, like. You're still sitting in first class. This is what I'm listening to for the first 20 minutes of my flight. Just end it all for me. Just end it all for me. End it all. Take me off the plane and end it all. Like, I felt so bad. I almost wanted to chime in. You know what I mean? I'm always the first one that I'm like, I want to say something. I'm going to say something because it's so fucking ridiculous. And then I never end up doing it. And I literally felt so bad for this old guy because they had to like coach him on how to get up of his seat and switch to another seat just so they could sit together. 
And they just literally did not stop talking for the five hour flight straight. I fell asleep and I could still, I was dreaming about them talking and I would wake up and they would be talking. Ah! They would be talking the entire time. She said, oh my God, what did she say? I, lit I literally had to write this down because I was so baffled. I, I just didn't even, I didn't know how to handle or process this information. This girl shows it. I, and I'm sitting behind them, right? So like, I, you know, like there's like the little crack between the seat. You can kind of see stuff happening. So this happened perfectly for me and my eyesight. She literally was on her phone. She's like, ah, 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 oh my God, this is literally me. Like what? Ew. And I see the phone come in between the two, the two, the crack of the two chairs. And it's just a fucking picture of a penguin. It's a, it's a picture of a fucking penguin just standing there. Just like this. It, it's, it was just a picture of a penguin. How is that literally you? And here's the thing, there, like certain times there's animals in pictures that have an expression on their face, like, you know, there's dogs that look like they're smiling and it's like, oh my God, this is me when I'm happy. This was a fucking penguin. What could you, what could you possibly relate yourself? How could you possibly relate yourself to a penguin and it be literally you? At that point, I just said to myself, Lord, <laughs> sweet Lord, baby Jesus, help me, help me. I've never been more disappointed in humanity. You know, you ever have those moments where you just couldn't be more disappointed when, when shit like that happens? Oh my God, this is freaking literally me. Like, look at this. Like, what? Ew. She said, what? Ew. She said, ew. Is that a new trend? Is saying ew to something a new trend? Like, like saying, like saying, oh, that's sick. That That's a good thing. And people are like, what? It's sick, dude. Yeah. Like, it's ill. This girl said, what? Like, Ew, God. And I'm like, just end it all. <laughs> end it all. And, and her guy friend laughs with her. Her guy friend laughs with her. If that was me, if I showed somebody a picture of a fucking penguin on my phone and said, yo, dude, this is literally me. Like what? Ew. My friends would be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you good? And I'd be just sitting there like, uh, yeah, never, never mind. Never mind. I, I didn't mean it, dude. It was a joke, you know? Like, what? Ew, you know? I was so disappointed in my life. 
just on the in the fact that I'm sitting with these people. You know what I mean? I don't mean to be rude, but shit. This is the mindlessness that the that media and social media and these cool hip trends is breeding, right? Like I used to know a couple girls that would talk like that and I was like, "Eh, it's cute." You know? Like that's like their personality, it's cute. I thought they were cute, right? Like But when you hear when you hear like a 30-year-old say some shit like that and show a picture of a penguin, you're like, "Dear God, what is happening? What is happening?" That was my flight. Cool, right? Like what? Ew. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, I was on my way to uh, do the photo shoot for my new merch for the quality, because we're the highest quality crew in the world, dude. We're just the highest quality. Quality. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Quality Podcast. You guys are now. Part of the quality crew. I went to go shoot. I went to go do a photo shoot for the damn merch. That's going to be out this week. It's out this week. Okay. So I'm driving there, right? Um, And hey, who are we giving driver's license to, by the way? Who are we giving these licenses to? I swear out of every time I get in my car and I drive, there's only two people on the road that know how to drive. I only come across two people that know how to drive and we give the and we give each other the look. You know that look where you're like, keep up the good work, dude. You know they drive by and I'm like, you know, I just give a little wave. I come across two of those people, the rest of the people, how the fuck did you get your license? How did that happen? Literally, I'm driving, right? Um and I'm driving my uh my two thousand three Mitsubishi Evo eight. <laughs> you know? With around uh, 380 wheel horsepower. And the car weighs like 200 pounds. I love driving that thing because it's like, it's such a sleeper. You don't know how fast it is. My Hellcat's faster. I have my, 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 uh, my uh, Dodge Hellcat. Um, which is like now almost at 800. <laughs> almost at 800 wheel horsepower. So that's like a different car, right? Like, I get it. The Evo's not that fast, but it's quick. Like, you don't expect it, you know? Um, and and I'm, on the, I'm on the highway. And... And, and I'm driving to go, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to shoot, you know, the photo, the, the pics for my merch. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for you guys to, to get some of the, the highest quality merch and join the quality crew. And, um, mind you, I'm never an asshole when I drive, even if I'm driving cars that are super fast, I'm never like just being a, an asshole on the road. So I'm driving normally the speed limit on the highway this guy in a, and you got to love the, the G35s, the, uh, the Infinities. Holy crap, you got to love those cars. He's got a loud exhaust on the thing. The thing sounds like a fart can. Um, he's coming, and I hear him from so far back. He, cu- he literally, he's behind me. He, he pulls out, comes across and cuts me off. Like bad. I end up speeding up because I want to see who this guy is. Is he literally the devil driving a car? I pull up and I finally get beside him and I look over at him, right? And I'm just looking at him like, hey, you just cut me off back there. You, you, you just cut me off. 
you, you almost killed me. How you doing? And he looks at me. He looks at me. This is, I can't make this up. He looks at me and he flips me off. He just flips me off. He's just like, what did I do to you? What did I do to you? We're, we're both on the highway. There's literally three other lanes. You could have just kept driving and just, you know, gone past me. This guy had like a, this guy had like a, a vendetta against me specifically. Maybe it's because I'm driving a 2003 Mitsubishi Evo 8. And it's a pretty badass car. But hey, is that a reason to uh, cut people off and flip them off? Literally, he looked like he wanted to kill me. And I was like, what? We're driving cars. We're driving cars. We're, we're both going to a destination. Why do you want to kill me? Right? Like, I'm like, what, what did I do? I, was, I wasn't even speeding. I was just driving the speed limit. This guy just wanted to cut me off. Um, so I pull beside him. He flips me off, right? So I'm like, all right, this is go time. You don't flip me off. Not in this car. And he had, you know, little, little, nice little cute set of rims on his car and, and a really loud exhaust, probably catless, probably illegal. Um, and, uh, and I downshift. I throw that, I throw that bitch into third right away. And I'm like, you want to do this for real? You want to, you want to not do a little, a little, uh, pass by and flip me off because you don't like my car. You want to see who's got a little bit more balls here? So I downshifts. So I downshift. His car's freaking automatic, so he can't even downshift. And uh, and I give it. I'm talking. Gone. I couldn't even see him. I saw a Dodge Caravan behind me last. That was the last car I saw. And then I obviously was like, yep. Yeah. And that's why you don't flip me off. And that's why you don't cut me off. Because my car, better than yours. And he pulls back up beside me, like literally rips it. And I'm like waiting for him for like 15 minutes. He's ripping it. I see him like flying down. He's ripping it. He ends up back beside me. And he just looks at me and just gives me a mean mug. Doesn't flip me off this time. Right? I think he, I think he, uh, I think he was like, okay, shit. Doesn't flip me off. But he just looks at me and he gives me like a little, a little mean mug, you know? little like, hmm, cool, but still mad at you for nothing. And what I do, I ripped it again, gone. I literally waved at him. I literally downshifted again and was just waving at him and just like, and I'm thinking in my head, asshole drivers, like what, what are we doing? You have a driver's license. You're in a vehicle. You could kill somebody with this thing. And you're being an idiot. Also, guys, mind you, open highway. Like, barely any traffic. There's maybe six or seven other cars somewhere on the highway with me while I'm driving. Also, I used to race. I am a, I am a lot more trustworthy behind the wheel of a car than some, some idiot in a G35 with an exhaust, and the car's automatic, and he's just ripping it, cutting people off. You know what I mean? Because I, I know how to handle myself when I'm in a car. Just saying, you know? Um, and I'm literally thinking in my head, like, these are people on the road with us. For no reason, just cutting you off, right? Like, literally, they hate you. 
They're just cutting you off. So that happened. I, I, and I'm literally like five minutes away. Five minutes away from uh, my merch shoot with fanjoy.co slash Christian. You know, stay tuned. Quality, quality. Um, and um, I get cut off again by a, by a lady who, you know, this is this is something that I'm still trying to understand. If you put your signal on, you know your signal that you use to let people know you're changing lanes, right? And also, you put your signal on prior to you changing. People, you don't put your signal on and just change the lane. Your signal isn't like, oh, here we go, yeah! And you just change lanes. That's not how it works, right? Like, I'm beside you. If you put your signal on and you start cutting over, you're gonna hit me. That's not a successful lane change. This lady literally puts her signal on and just all the way, all the way over and bear like literally I had to, I had to smooth my brakes a little bit because if I didn't, she probably would have just hit my front end and I love my car. Don't want it to get damaged. Cuts me off and I, and I'm looking at her. I can see her in her rear view mirror and I can see her in her side mirror and she's, and like, I just, her face resembled somebody that shouldn't have a license. You know? You know when you just look at people and you're like, nope, that's, uh, they're not qualified. They're, they're definitely not qualified. I don't care what you say. She, I literally look at her in the rearview mirror and she's like this. She's holding the steering wheel like this. Like, not even correctly. Like, her, her wrists are bent, like, terribly. Her elbows are, like, fully shot like this. She's holding the steering wheel. And, and she's just got this face like she's, like, invincible. She's just like this. Like, just, she's just feeling herself, just, and I'm thinking, you almost killed me, you almost killed the person beside you as well. Your face shouldn't look like that. You should have some sort of empathy for the people that you almost just drove off the road. She's just, ha she's just, mm. I'm like, not qualified, immediately not qualified, take the license away. Anyone that their face looks like that when they're driving, take their license away immediately. You know, when I'm driving... My face is focused. I'm making sure that everything that I do, that I'm driving, is safe, calculated, and honest. Right? People look at my face when I'm driving and they're like, he used to race. I know it. I know he used to race. I can see it in his face. All right, Dr. Seuss, relax with the rhymes. Um, but yeah, this all happened, right? She cut me off. She ends up making a right at the light. So I'm the first car at the light, right? The light's red. I have to make a left coming up. So I'm literally the first car at the light sitting there waiting. Red light. Okay. I'm fully stopped. There's traffic going this way, obviously horizontally in front of me because it's a green light. And in my head, I'm thinking like, how many more idiot drivers am I going to come across on my way to this fucking shoot? How many more? Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't come across one of those. You should come across one a year. One a year, you should come across someone that's just like outraged, had a terrible day, and you can't control the fact that they're just really angry and they have no idea what they're doing. I'm like, how many more am I going to see? Dude, I, I, and I literally, I swear on everything. I literally had this thought. I'm the first car at the red light. I'm looking. There's another car at the red light in front of me about to turn as well. And... Or sorry, they have their signal on. They're going to turn when the light goes green. And I'm looking and I see this, I see this car coming in, the straight, in, the, in the, the straight driving lane at the red light. 
coming. And I'm like, that's weird. They're not slowing down. Hmm. They're literally approaching the light, like coming to the light. Car doesn't stop. She drives right through the red light as if it's green, like this. <laughs> drives right through the fucking red light. Driving at, at the speed limit, too. Like, not slowly. Like, she's flying through. A car gets T-boned right in front of me. Right in front of me. Like, I'm the first at the light. Car comes. There's a car coming across horizontally. Bang! Hits. Airbag squad. Car smoking. Like, shit is going down. And I'm sitting at the red light like this. Mm. No. So the girl got hit on her driver's side. The girl that got T-boned. So her door was mashed in. She had to climb over and get out the passenger side. I'm like, hey, are you okay? You know, a bunch of people ran over from the sidewalk. They grab her. They pull her over. She sits down. Yo, an old lady gets out of this car that T-boned the other car. She gets out. Like, and I'm talking like late 60s, 70. Gets out of her car. She's got these big glasses on. Her hair is freshly curled. She gets out. She grabs her purse. And she just like slowly walks over to the sidewalk. Like this is a regular occurrence for her. Like she does this three, four times a day. Like she T-bones four to five cars a day. Like she knew right away, let me get my insurance, let me grab my purse. And she waddles over there, literally 70 years old. She is old. Old. Like she, it took her four minutes to get to the to sidewalk from her car. And she just gets over there and she stands there and she's just like looking like, just talking to the lady like, are you okay? And the lady's like, no, I'm fuck. I don't feel good. You just T-boned me. She's like, that's okay. This is the fifth one today for me. So that's a rental. That's the fifth rental for me today. I've been T-boning people with rentals all day. Who are we giving licenses to? This lady didn't even know the light was red. She probably thought it was green. She just drove right through that thing. I don't even know if she looked up at all to check if the light was green. <laughs> like, yo. I, I like... I wanted to laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, no, this is, this is fucked up. Like, this is a serious matter. You know what I mean? There should be like, I wouldn't mind taking six driver driving tests. No problem at all. If that's what it takes to get my license. And that's what it takes to make sure that the people that we're giving driver's licenses to are qualified and are the highest quality, then let's do it. I'll do six driver's tests. No problem. You want me to do an off-roading driver's test too to see how I am in the mountains? Let's freaking do it. Like these people go through the most basic drive straight, turn right, turn left, drive straight again. Congratulations, you got your license. Uh, what? Like... 
it's scary. And now, like, every time I drive, I, I'm, like, even more cautious. You know what I mean? Like, there hasn't been a time that I've gotten in my car and haven't been even more cautious than I was the last time I drove. Because I see this stuff happen so often that I'm like, I gotta be on my, I gotta be on my toes driving out here in LA. Oh my God, I felt so bad. Anyway, the photo shoot went well. I got back in one piece. My car didn't have a scratch on it. Um, I can't wait for you guys to see the, uh, the pictures that we took for the, for the merch. Literally the most ridiculous pictures I think I've ever taken. My parents are going to be very embarrassed. They're going to regret ever having me as a child <laughs> after seeing these pictures. Um, guys, if you, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, Spotify podcast, it's on there. Subscribe. Apple podcasts, it's on there. SoundCloud, right? If, you, if, you don't, if you're not paying for any subscriptions, SoundCloud. You can listen to me on SoundCloud. All the links are in the description of my YouTube channel. But also, if you just search quality podcast on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, you'll find it. Because, um, yeah, guys, I, I, I want you guys to be able to listen to this stuff everywhere. So, um, Spotify, we already have, we already have 9,161 followers. Eh, wow. We're the, like, you, you just can't get any more quality than that. We just started the podcast. I think I think overall we have like I don't know plus the YouTube channel hundreds of thousands of quality crew members cuz we're quality and we just all we want to do is be in the highest quality content crew in the world But yeah guys make sure you guys subscribe everywhere else so that you can listen to it in the car you know so you don't have to watch a video obviously I like the YouTube channel aspect because if you want to watch me you can watch me you see my face you see my my terrible hair like it is right now and we can hang out and you just look at me in the eyes or if you're driving, you're at work, you're doing things, you have headphones on, you just listen to my voice because my voice is still just as sexy as my face. Ain't that right? Um, guys, if you haven't left a review, five-star review immediately on Apple Podcasts. Yo, your guys' your guys' reviews on Apple Podcasts have me dead. I want you guys to literally, like, some of these kill me. Mind you, we got a five-star rating already. We got all, like, literally everything is the best. We're all quality here. Me and my mom listened to this podcast on the way to college visit, which was a four-hour drive, and we were laughing so hard that we were crying. I love when you say hello. Hello? Yeah, hi. It gets me every time. Please never stop being an important social media figure. I love you. Leah, I love you. Thank you for the... Re Dude, there's so many. I like how Della Flago's reviews are almost all five stars. I love how my last name isn't even a last name anymore. I've been calling my last name Della Flago for so long that my last name is now Della Flago. It's Del Grosso. <laughs> but I love how you guys are just like, Della Flago, that's how it is. We're spelling it like that too now. Christian, you are the hottest man alive. You are actually hilarious. Love your YouTube channel, but you said in your life hacks video to leave a review saying, wow, he is the hottest man alive and that would make my day. Uh, yeah, I did tell people to say that I was the hottest man alive because I don't think I would ever get an honest review that would actually say that. You know, because I'm definitely not the highest, the, the hottest man alive. And I'm definitely not the highest quality. That's why it's spelled K-W-A-L-I-T-Y. Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys' reviews are hilarious. Um, dude, YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. I don't, like, I need your guys' opinion. Because I value your guys' opinion so much. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below 
exactly what you think. I'm finding it's I'm finding it to be super stressful to upload on my main YouTube channel because there's so much more that I want to do, right? Like, so for example, my short films, the things I'm working on that are going to take more time, but are going to be amazing. And I'm excited for you guys to see them. Uh, they can't go up weekly because they just take time, right? Um, also music, music, I want my music to live on there. Um, and that takes time as well. Like my next couple of songs, like they're going to be out soon, but still it takes time. Um, like the reaction videos, like cool. They're fun. They use 2% of my brain. You know what I mean? Like reaction videos literally require 2% of my brain to make. I enjoy making them. I could be funny and, and do my thing and make them entertaining. But it, it's like, I almost don't like, I, I, I like doing them, but I almost don't like doing them because I'm like, you guys are watching me do something that I, I really like, like, like I said, it uses 2% of my brain. If you guys could see the stuff I could create outside of reaction stuff, sick, get ready for it. It's going to blow your mind. Um, but I'm finding it hard to figure out what to make on YouTube, what content to make on YouTube now, because uh, YouTube isn't suggesting me or, or putting me anywhere. I'm literally just like, it just, I don't understand why, you know, they've, they've, they've red flagged me. I'm flagged for some reason. I've never done anything wrong on YouTube, but I literally cannot be shown to anyone new. You know, no one new sees my stuff. Um, but I've just been like, what, what, like, what stuff would you guys like to see me make too? Cause like I can make anything, right? Like that's just me. If you guys are like, go, go build a house on the beach. Done. I'll do it. Might not be out of brick, might be out of cardboard boxes, but I'll do it. I'll build a house on the beach made out of cardboard, right? Like I can do anything and I enjoy doing anything because it's just like just the creating process. Just making something is exciting for me. Anytime I just make something, it's, I love it. It's fun. But I'm like, I don't want to do the trendy shit on YouTube, dude. Like that shit is so annoying. It's just every, it's just thousands of people with millions of subscribers for doing the same videos. They all do the same videos. I don't want to do that. Right? Like I don't want to be the 1,975th channel to do the whisper challenge. Hello? Where's the creativity? It's dead. Um, so like, I'm just trying to figure out I'm being creative on my end. Right. But those take time. So if you want to see me more often, I got to figure out what to do. Is it vlogging? My life isn't super exciting. Like, sorry, I'm not, you know, I'm not these morons on YouTube that have just like made so much money on YouTube and just buy the most ridiculous shit. Cause now at this point it's become like a beauty contest. Who's got more money? Who looks the best, right? Like I, I can't ha I can't say I bought a Ferrari and, and, and actually say that and put that in a thumbnail to get millions of views to buy another Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not me. And I don't ever want to be in that light of like, oh shit, dude, Christian's crazy. He breaks shit and he, he does everything for drama and just buys things and destroys hundreds of thousands of dollars in minutes. Like, come on, man, there's got to be more to it than that. So like, I'm trying to find out what I can do that's more frequently that you guys would enjoy. And that you guys could get to see me more on YouTube. Obviously, I'm on Instagram, killing it, at Christian. Content for days. Instagram is, I love Instagram. It's a blast. It's so much fun. And I never feel like hindered on Instagram. I can get to be creative and do my thing. YouTube, don't know what the hell's going on on there. Um, but yeah, I would really love to like know like what you guys like, 
things that you eat because I know I, this is the this is a scary thing, but it's it's cool. You guys know me really well. You've seen my range. You've seen what I can do. You actually haven't seen my uh, the 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 acting chops, which I you know like I said earlier, didn't train for three years learning Meisner and Shakespeare to do nothing. You guys are gonna get to see some crazy shit by me very soon. So that's something you haven't seen, obviously, but you've seen my range. You've seen the things I can do. Like, I want to know like what you guys like seeing me do. Cause that's important to me. And I know that you guys are like, you guys are, you guys are smart when it comes to watching me and seeing what I do and knowing what's real and knowing what's not and knowing what I should be doing and blah, 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 blah. Like I read all of your comments for real. Like I read everything because that's what it means to be on social media and to be interacting with people and socialize social media, right? Like I'm not just going to go on their post and never acknowledge anybody ever again because I'm an egotistical asshole. Like I read all the comments. I take everything into consideration. I listen to you guys, honestly. So like, I'm curious, like what, what do you guys want to see? I love hearing that. I love hearing you guys say, dude, this is what I'm, I'm excited about. This is what like gets me excited when your videos pop up. That's what I want to know. But yeah, that's what it is. Um, what else, like, geez. This is, this is the exciting part um, for me is like, is, is paying attention from the sidelines and watching and, and seeing everybody. And, and one thing I've noticed with social media is this, right? Everyone got got famous or got big on social media for doing things that have been manipulated. Does that make sense? Like people see things that work on social media and like, Oh yeah, I could do that. Right? Like that's everyone's mentality is, Oh vlog. I could do that. Reaction videos. I could do that. Skits. I could do that. And they do it. And some people like, yeah, you got big by luck, by chance. Did you take advantage of the search engine optimization opportunities back on YouTube, who knows, right? Anywhere. But I'm seeing like a bunch of people, the majority of people on social media are famous for no reason. They don't know what they're doing with their lives. And then they end up crashing and burning because they're like, literally don't know what they do. And for me, I'm watching them struggle to figure out their purpose. Take this in. I'm watching people on social media struggle to figure out their purpose with all of this, with their following and figure out what the hell they're going to do next. And I'm sitting here knowing my purpose, knowing what I want to do. And I'm fighting for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's why my heart and, and the passion that I have for acting is so strong is because it's a real passion. I've wanted to do it ever since I was a kid. My whole life is me playing characters. Um, I ne- Here's the thing. And this is like things that I come to terms with too. It's scary for me when I think about it because it's like, well, then who am I? But... I don't ever feel like I don't ever feel like myself unless I'm playing someone else. I don't ever feel like me. I always have to be in a character. I always have to be making jokes or coming up with, you know, or writing scripts. Like that's the only time that I feel like, like I'm me is when I'm doing, it was when I'm playing and participating in someone else's life to some degree, you know? It's like a real deep, it's a real deep, deep, like, 
issue for me and, and it's a constant thought, but I love it. You know what I mean? Like, that's me. I want to play characters that are far beyond me. Like, that's what excites me. You know? Um, uh, Heath Ledger, the Joker. One of my favorite, one of my favorite roles of all time. Um, not, but not because, not only because of his performance, but because of his commitment. Like, and that's what acting is. That's what art is, is your commitment to bringing something to life that doesn't actually exist. That's like my entire being. <laughs> Every time like I do voices, impersonations, whatever, like that's me is like making other people feel like I am, I am so far out left field playing some play, like, Oh my God, I was laughing so hard the other day. I was literally just like sending voice notes to my friends and they were like, what is wrong with you? I was just sending, <laughs> I was just sending like angry old man voice notes to people. It's so random, but it's like, I love it. Like put deck me out, put me in old, put dress me up like an old man. Do the best makeup on me, make me an old man, and watch everybody believe me that I'm an old man. But yeah, it's been tough because um, I've I've been auditioning like crazy ever since I moved to LA, and I'm gonna continue to audition till the day that I die, because this is what I love, you know. Uh, I love it. I don't know how else to say it. I love it. I'll do it every single day. Make me do it. Um, and I've gotten so close to booking like really big roles. Um, I don't want to say too much, obviously, on the podcast because then a lot of these projects are still in, pre- in pre-production and they're getting made, but they're with massive cast, brilliant directors, brilliant producers. And I've gotten so close. Um, and it's And it's the most painful thing to get so close to something and not get it at the same time, I'm super driven and I'm like still going no matter what. Yeah. Turn me down for the biggest opportunity I could ever have. I'll see, I'll see the next person who wants to see me for an audition. Right. But, um, like, uh, even, uh, euphoria, I went out for three different roles on euphoria. Uh, I love the show literally was obsessed with the script. The second that I got it, um, it's brilliant. I think it's awesome. It's going to be one of HBO's biggest shows if it's not already. I went out for three different roles. I got called in for three different roles, one after another. They wanted to see me again and again and again. I didn't get anything. Um, but like, I'm fighting for what I know that I already am and what I want to do. And everyone else I'm hearing, like, everybody's struggling trying to figure it out. Oh, be a talk show host. Sick. Sick. Literally anyone can be a talk show host. Be a model. Oh, sick. Cuz we don't we, we haven't we don't have enough of those already. For for the most pointless reasons, right? And that's where depression comes into play, right? That's where depression is a real thing is there's people that don't understand why they're doing what they're doing and they're lost, which causes depression. It's a scary thing. So, like pay attention and make sure that everything that you do in your life is meaningful to you right? Like have it be meaningful to you. Have it be exciting for you. Acting for me, I am obsessed. I am, I am absolutely obsessed. I'm constantly writing. Even if I'm not making things, I'm just writing. I literally have seven short films that I've written. I'm probably only going to make three of them depending on, you know, circumstances. But like, oh my God, I, I'm so, okay. So for music, for example, right? Like people hearing me sing for the first time, 
I knew that it was a scary thing. I'm so passionate about music. You know, I've been producing since I was pretty young. Um, and I've always known that I had like a voice. I had a tone to my voice that I could listen to and be like, okay, it's not, it's good. You know, it's, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not um, Sean Mendes, right? Like Sean Mendes, brilliant voice, brilliant voice on uh, all ranges. But um, I also don't think singing, you have to have, you know, the in most insane voice to be able to sing and make good music. So when I was when I released Drowning, mind you, the next song that I'm gonna release is just gonna blow everybody's minds. No one's gonna be expecting it. I put so much time into it, um, and and that's because I'm passionate about it and I love doing it. You know what I mean? Like I will till the day I die, I'm gonna be doing the things I'm passionate about. Um, I was so close to not releasing Drowning. I'm telling you, there were moments where I was literally listening to it back and thinking people are just like not gonna, they're not gonna resonate with it because they 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 don't know me like that right um and that was the scariest thing was like people don't know me like that they're not going to resonate with it the way that i feel that they are the way that in my heart i want them to but then you look at things right everything that you do in life when you're coming from the most passionate place and the most heartfelt place and you are filled with love and the things you're doing are filled with love right there can only be positive responses people can only recognize the passion that went into things especially if you're doing it from 100% passion don't don't sit here and be like oh well i've made things with 100% love and and nobody liked it it's like did but did you though i have a lot of questions for you you know um i wasn't going to release drowning i was so scared to release it i still haven't shot a music video for it because i was like i just want to put it out and just see if people like it um and I, uh, I bit the bullet one day and I said, you know what, like this, I wrote this place from a, a really deep part of me that I want people to, to hear. Um, and, uh, and I put it out and I, I swear it's my most viewed YouTube video in a while. Um, most comments, most likes, most everything. And I was so, so excited and emotional about it because I was like, this is something that I'm, I'm on like a hundred percent operating from love when I'm making this. Um, so yeah, it's like everything else. And now with short films, it's like when you guys see this, uh, I like this above music, first of all, like this above music, this is like me. If you know anything about me, I am just, I am all over the place. And I, <laughs> I like, I, I feel like I've been trying so hard to show you guys and to book things too. I've been trying so hard to, to book because you guys haven't seen me do drama. You guys haven't seen me take on more serious roles, which is honestly, I love that more than comedy. Like that's fact. Um, when I was training as an actor in Toronto prior to social media, I never did anything comedy. That was just it. I just never did anything comedy. My acting coach Earl never gave me anything comedy because he knew that I was already comedic. Like he knew, he's like, all right, you got it. But how about this? Can you do this? And for like two and a half years, I only did drama and the most vulnerable roles possible. And I fell in love with it because I actually got to fall in love with acting for real. Getting to do something and to, and to portray and feel emotions that aren't yours. Hello, most beautiful thing that I've ever felt. And you lose yourself in it. I lost myself in it. Um, yeah, I've been trying so hard to like 
to uh, auditioning and trying to and book things so that you guys can can see me um and it's it's been tough a hundred percent it's been tough mind you like i've I've done a lot since I've been in LA. Like in the last five years, I've uh, done three movies, one series, and a few short films. Like for me, I'm like, geez, like that's like I have to still pat myself on the back because I'm always very down on myself about things. But um, yeah, like that's why I'm writing um, and producing and acting and starring in uh, these short films is because like I'm tired of waiting around um, for people to make a decision on, uh, to make a decision to literally just be like, all right, Christian, let's, let's put you in it. So I'm just going to put myself in things that I'm passionate about and work with people that I love and that I'm passionate about working with so that I can just show you. Cause honestly, like if I never book anything ever again, awesome. If I can just get to make short films and get to write and produce and, and get to star in things like I will do that forever. I just, I just love it. Um, even get to go to festivals, festival, um, route with short films. Sick. That's awesome. Like that's literally a dream. Let's, let's just do it. Um, but yeah, social media, like I get so, I get so down when I go on YouTube because I'm like, what even is all of this? Like, what even is all of this? There's very few people that I actually like, like on YouTube that I think are honest, genuine, and the most creative people. Uh, on the platform very few people the rest it's just like what are you like what are you even doing what even is this i like i don't know yeah like i i don't know um but yeah really excited to hear from you guys for real i mean that Uh, i'm really excited to hear from you guys um, but yeah, sheesh, sheesh, getting intimate with Christian on the quality podcast. Yeah, I feel like I keep saying I feel like it's because I feel so much. I feel like I just feel like I feel like I feel it and I feel like it is like feeling it, but you got to feel it. Jesus. Um, another one, Marcus Johns, uh, one of my best friends, uh, one of the most talented people that I know in Los Angeles and, and in my life, um, took a massive stretch break from social media just for the exact same purpose of him trying to figure it out. And like, he wrote a musical. He took that musical to stage, like brilliant, loved it. Like it was, it was emotional to watch because I helped him with like some of the table reads so I got to see it before it, like, it went full production and getting to see it live and watch it actually happen. So proud of him. I know how badly he wanted it and how badly he worked for it. Like, so proud of him. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. I want to see people doing things that they're actually passionate about and getting to pursue them on a whole other level. Like, that's what's exciting for me. I love seeing that. And it's hard for me to see that in a lot of people. Like, I have a lot of friends in LA, but I'm like, but like do you even like the stuff that you're doing? Or are you just doing it? You know, and that, and that's kind of where I'm at is like, I'm now like really grinding towards the things that I'm like, I know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stay on this path. I'm changing it up because I need to do this for me. And, and also you guys need to do that for yourselves, whatever that is, do it. I, I can't, I can't even give you any more advice other than do it. That's just it. Just do it. 
Um, yeah, holy crap. Emotional roller coaster, by the way. Emotional roller coaster. LA has been. The industry has been. You work with people, you work with people that you that you love, and then turns out they're shady and they try to ruin everything for you. Sick. Imagine going through that at a young age. Terrible. A lot of these celebrities that people are like, oh my God, they're out of control. They're getting into drugs. Guys, this is facts. You're hearing it from me. This place is fucked. Like there's, there's, the, I could, I just could see like how everybody is like kind of, um, working with the people that they, that they're actually have been genuine connections with and have been together for a really long time. Those are the people that get to work together. Everything else, you have to be so careful out here. Like you, you really do. And, uh, I've gone through so much, you know? Like I've like isolated myself because I've been like, I don't want to deal with other people's shadiness and their, and their, uh, you want to talk about real sociopaths? Holy shit. Have I ever experienced real sociopaths? I didn't even know what that, what that meant. Didn't even know what that meant. And then I experienced it and I'm like, hold, is this person a psychopath? And like, no, sociopath. That's what it is. Insane scary everybody's just out here to like to try to be the be the, the the top the top top but they don't know why they're in a race there's no finish line they're just sprinting just sprinting they don't even know what the they don't even know what they're doing they're just like ready to screw anyone over that's doing better than them because they just want to be better than other people what kind of li- what kind of life is that think about that like what the fuck who I psychopath call it a psychopath fuck it holy shit that's some like like what what is what is your life even you're just trying to be better than someone else you're willing to screw someone else over because they're doing better than you but better is sub, is subjective that's how moronic these people are it's like they think they're so smart oh yeah i know the business know the industry the yeah, 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 yeah. And they don't even know what it, what what subjective means. Oh my god. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> Based on or influenced by personal feelings, tastes or opinions. The definition of subjective. Holy crap. Uh, I've been like seeing so many people, uh, which I think is, which I think is awesome. Cause I've like, it's been a thought in my mind for a long time. I've just never done it because I've been like, not shy, but I've just kind of been on the fence. Like, eh, I don't know if like, you know, fuck it. Uh, so many people have been commenting on the podcast, like, please do stand up comedy. I will come to see you. And I was like, really? You'd cut, you'd come to, if I came to your city, you'd come to see me talk on a microphone about shit. Hell yeah. I got excited. I was like, damn. But there's been like a like so many, like hundreds. And I was just like, whoa, okay. Overwhelmed. Um, but that's something that was something exciting too. Is like uh I went on tour with MagCon, obviously, with Cam. I, I was I DJ'd for them for the for the tour. Um, but being on tour was the great getting to meet everybody, holy shit. Greatest feeling in the world. 
I literally spent hours doing meet and greets and everything. The best feeling in the world. I would, we would do like three, four hour meet and greets. Hello? Four hours standing meeting people. Loved it. Didn't complain once. Like that was like, I, I want to like, and then I'm thinking like stand up comedy. Hell yeah. I already wrote so like I already, I literally have like two specials written out of, of shit that I would, that I would do in stand up. Like, um, and then get to meet you guys for real, for real. That'd be sick. And I'm down. Um, but yeah, no, no travel plans coming up. Um, I have a bunch of, uh, a bunch of things that I'm going to be shooting. Um, a bunch of shorts that I'm going to be shooting. So those are like going to be coming out really soon. I want to try and shoot the first one actually like in a week. If I could start shooting the first one in a week, ah, uh, sick. Um, no travel plans. Thank the Lord Jesus. Not getting on a plane ever again. I will walk to my next destination, even if it takes me three years and, and 472 days, which would be four years. And uh, don't I don't do the math because I suck at math. Um, um, what else is going on? I've been drinking more water recently. I feel like I, I feel like no one drinks enough water. Is that not a fact? Everyone that I talked to, like even my friend last night. I was on uh, playing Fortnite with my friend last night. And uh, he's like, dude, I drank five bottles of water today. How good is that? And I'm like, wait, isn't that what you're supposed to drink? Tell me you're not drinking that much water on every other day. That's like, yeah, I've been trying. Like, look, I got this big bottle of water. Also, I'm trying not to use plastic anymore. These are like some of my last bottles of water that I have that are in plastic. Um, Obviously, for several reasons. Um, I've been just just trying... finding it hard to get like bigger boxed, boxed water. Um, just because I drink, I want to always have like a, a, like a big jug of water. You know what I mean? Um, and I also don't really have like a filtration system for my water. So like, I haven't been able to just like get like a glass bottle and like fill that up. Um, so I've been like almost like buying water and putting it in there, but, um, maybe Amazon prime, maybe I can get stuff off Amazon, Amazon prime. That would be box water. It's also just better for you. Cause the plastic, obviously, hello, this stuff seeps into the water. You're drinking plastic. Did you know that? You're drinking plastic. So am I literally right now. But these are this is like one of the last bottles. Um I'm trying to be healthier. Every time I every time I leave LA, I feel like I get unhealthy. Like when I go back to Toronto, I'm Italian. They sh- they just shit all over me with food. I get there and there's just like Pizza, pasta, lasagna, potatoes. Like, how many carbs you want me to have in one meal? How many calories? Each meal that I have when I'm back home is 2,500 calories. Think about that. At least 5,000 calories per meal. Pasta, rice, spaghetti, lasagna, pizza, cheese. Like, name it. Name the calories. I take them in. In my mouth, out my butt. Yeah. Trying so hard to be healthy now. It's difficult. You realize how addicting food is. Holy crap. When you just start to have something a little too often, like, hello, Chick-fil-A in California. If you've never had Chick-fil-A, do it once. You'll have it every day for the rest of your life. Um, I think I've had it maybe six or seven times, but it's been six or seven times within like such a short period of time, like two months. You know what I mean? Like 
I just like, I crave it and I go get it. But it's like when you start to stop eating those things and you eat healthier, you actually, uh, you stop craving them, which is good. And then you can get back on track, but it's like, you got to like pull yourself away. Like, Oh, I want it, but I don't think I should do it. Just this last time. That's always the saying. This last time. This is it. After this, never having it again. And then two days later, hi, can I get a uh, Chick-fil-A deluxe sandwich um, with the Chick-fil-A sauce, uh, super size of fries, um, get me one of those uh, vanilla mix, and then you're just there for the rest of your life. So good though, by the way. No, no ads, no promo, no spawns. Just saying. It's really good. God. Let's not even talk about food, okay? Um, let's just end it all. <laughs> Yeah, guys, that'll that'll wrap up uh, that'll wrap up episode five. Um, also, if you guys want a midweek podcast, comment down below. I asked it before; just wanted to see if that's something you guys are still interested in, because I could still do a Wednesday or something, and a, or a Thursday and a Sunday. If you guys want like a midweek something during the week that you could listen to, sick. Let's do it if you want it done. Um, also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Quality Podcast, Spotify, Quality Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Quality Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, Quality Podcast. It's everywhere. Um, I know a lot of you guys were asking for uh, SoundCloud because um, not everybody is has money and is paying monthly for subscriptions to, to listen to stuff. So I am on SoundCloud for you guys now. Uh, so you guys can listen to the podcast absolutely free. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap up this podcast. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm never flying again. Done. It's a fact. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh crap. Quality merch coming out very soon. Get ready. It's coming out this week. I haven't announced a date yet, but I will announce a date this week. So stay tuned. If you're following me on Instagram at Christian Twitter at Christian D you'll know I will be posting about it when, when things are going to go live, but yeah, love you guys. Uh, what is our, <laughs> what is our, what is our outro? Stay quality, join the quality crew and you'll live every, like, what is it? What are we even doing? Guys, whoever comments down below and on on the YouTube uh, page, uh, what what our slogan should be? That I will pick one, and that will be our slogan forever. That will be us. You guys decide it. I don't want to decide it. This is a quality crew, so we all have to decide together. All right, love you guys. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.